you have to balance how much am I going to annoy somebody so they know I exist and then hopefully transvert or at least transform that annoyingness into potential customers. Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. Hey, Jason Flatland here. I want to talk to you today about a concept that has made me a ton of money, has allowed me to be aggressive in my advertising and still get tons of happy customers. It's a very positive feedback loop, if you will. And it's the concept of this, make the advertising itself valuable. Uh, most advertising, I think you would agree with me, is annoying. It's disruptive. This is why they create ad blockers in the first place. And this is why people will pay money to avoid the ad tier in things like Hulu and other streaming services or on Spotify. Most advertising is disruptive. Now, it's a necessary evil, right? So you have to you have to balance how much am I going to annoy somebody so they know I exist and then hopefully transvert or at least transform that annoyingness into potential customers. The reason why I like webinars so much, and it's not the only utility that you can do to make an advertising valuable, it's the story I'm going to tell you today, though, is the webinar first should be transformational to the individual before you ever ask them for any money, before you try to enroll them as a customer. So regardless even if they don't do business with you today, they are more interested in hearing from you again tomorrow because you start to create this uh, operant conditioning of a positive feedback, if you will, where it's like, hey, if I said I get a treat, that's the dog trading version of it. But it's like, if I come to the webinar, if I, if I consume this email, I feel better afterwards. So therefore, I'm going to continue to do that unless disrupted by some unseen force or unless the content provider screws it up. So generally, it's if you give good content, you don't make a pitch, or if you pitch, you don't give good content. Our goal here is to build a bridge to where we can give good content and we can pitch, we can sell all in the same single setting. And so I once upon a time back in, I think it was 2017, maybe 2018, I got this idea, this concept where I wanted to finally teach my webinar system of how I design and create high converting webinars, but I didn't necessarily have the audience on hand that was easy to reach but my friend Joe Polish did. So I knew if there was anybody who had any audience that would be perfect for this webinar system, he would be the one, he'd be the conduit. So I first pitched Joe on this concept. I said, hey, listen, you've already done your half of the work. You've assembled the audience that I'd like to sell to. And so I'll do all the other work, meaning I'll, I'll create the pitch, I'll deliver the pitch, I'll sell the product, I'll take the orders, and then I'll show up and I'll fulfill. And so the training that we had offered was uh, two days in his office where I would walk him step by step through my process from idea to implementation on how to do webinars. And we would charge $5,000 for this two day in-person seminar. We could put it, we could fit, I think 73 people in the room was what we ended up fitting, which was at max capacity there. That was the premise of the idea. So I, I pitched this to Joe and Joe says, okay, it made sense. So we went back and forth, we negotiated it out and then we signed an agreement. And so now I had to sell it. So I, I wanted to sell a $5,000 in-person event that trained people on webinars. This is getting a little inceptuous because it's like, okay, a webinar on how to do webinars uh, delivered in person, uh, but that's how it played out. And here's what really hit me. When I did that webinar, it was a really good webinar. I had more than one person show up during the training. So they bought, they paid for this thing to come, you know, a couple months in the future for $5,000. When they showed up, 
at least two people I know of had made six figures before we did one actual second of training. And you say, Jason, how how is that possible? They literally took the webinar where I taught and then pitched, and they applied those principles. So they came to the webinar. They learned enough that they could go off and implement it on their own. They signed up for the program, but they still couldn't wait to get the program. So they just implemented what they learned from free in the pitch itself. And so at least two people showed up with Six Figure. I know several people since then have seen that pitch and have made money from the pitch. So imagine a situation where not even buying the product can make you money. Listening to the pitch to buy the product can make you money. Hopefully this is getting you a little tingly here. You're like, okay, well, wow, what can I create? Because you know what people are interested in? Transformative content. They will never have wet their appetite for transformative content, no matter how much they consume. It's not like if I eat 12 steaks, I get a bellyache. It's like, man, if this stuff keeps just being amazing, I'm going to keep consuming it. This is why we can do two, three, four, five, six hour webinars, as long as it's transformative. And so I'm always looking for that. I don't always hit it, but I'm always looking for that. And so how can you do something like that? That's what I want to talk to you about here today. Um, how do you engineer uh, advertising that is inherently valuable in and of itself I just sent a text message to my friend Jay Abraham because the other day I was I was watching a YouTube video that he was on and somebody in the comments said, I said, I remember when I read a 20 page advertisement from Jay Abraham uh, and this person was positively affected. They had their spine was tingling reading and advertising. So Jay had wrote an ad years ago that was so useful. First of all, it was 20 pages long and they kept reading it, kept reading it because the ad itself was so useful. And I'm like, man, this is so powerful. So I want to teach it here to you today. So there are three factors that I really want to hone in on, on what can make your advertising valuable in and of itself without you having to spend any more effort than you currently would spend on your advertising. The first element is that the audience matters. The second one is the framework of what I call alone versus together. And then the third one is the consideration of strategic byproducts. If you have these three things in sight when you create your next advertisement, I think it's going to be more responsive. Uh, directly, it's going to convert better. And I think it's also going to allow your advertising to be more valuable than other people's products that they're paying for. And that's just your advertising. How exciting is that? So let's talk about the first one. Audience matters. The outcome that you want um, is you want the outcome that it, a few people, not everybody, but the quick starts or the people that are almost there already that you can push them over the edge. When you sit down to create your ad, you say, okay, listen, I want to write this so a few people who read this, that's all they'll need to take it to the next level. Because everybody else, they're still going to need help. Your advertising can't be so valuable that everybody would work. It's even paid products not everybody works for. But you can say, how can I write this so one or two or three people that read this, this is all they would need to be successful? Those people will probably still buy uh, in order to understand this, you got to know who you're targeting, what cycle of the market the market is in. So in the scenario where we created the Product Genius webinars, uh, I knew that that was a sophisticated market. These were experts who are already doing well in their business. How do I make them do even better? So the communication in that advertisement is going to be different. Here's the, here's the four cycles, just so you know what they are. There's the complete beginner. This is the brand new first step. Okay, so when I first got a dog, I knew nothing about dogs. Uh, and I didn't know how to walk this dog. This dog would want to pull my arm off when I walked him. I said, I got to figure this out. So I went from complete beginner, having no understanding of, of dog training, because I never really had any experience with dogs before. So I was at my beginner cycle. 
So that's different than if you're somebody who is quote unquote stuck. So this is the second level. First level is I'm brand new. Uh, I don't know what I don't know. I'm excited and I'm interested, but I'm completely ignorant on the ins and outs of the topic. Uh, some people will immediately grasp what they need and then they'll be successful. Um, that wasn't me. So I get this dog and I start to learn the first steps of dog training and I get stuck. And that's stage two. A majority of the audiences that most of us are going to reach are going to be in stage two where they're going to get stuck. They're like, okay, I've tried the normal methods. So either I'm not trying the right methods or I'm not applying the methods correctly and I need help. I need further assistance. And so stock markets, what do we do with them? I'm going to tell you here in a second, but let's walk through the other two cycles. There's the, the third market segment, which is they have some results. They just need to accelerate those results. And then the fourth segment is they're successful, but their success has created complexity. So they're looking for simplification. Every single market that's seeking a solution has a problem and you have to hone in what that problem is. So a complete beginner, their problem is what's my first step? So your advertising, if this is the market you're going after, should be crystal clear out of everything you could be doing. This is what you need to do to get some immediate momentum, to get some movement, to go in the right direction. So that's the heart of that advertising to make it valuable is get somebody who doesn't know where to start and give them crystal clarity on exactly where they need to start. Uh, on the stuck segment of the market, your whole purpose to make your advertising valuable is to help them get any sort of movement, any sort of motion. Most people, why are they stuck? They're afraid. They're scared to make any decision because they're afraid it's going to be the wrong decision. So you have to remove that fear. So to make that advertising valuable, you got to give somebody hope where there wasn't hope before. And so that would be the whole purpose if that was the core segment of market you were going after. If you're going after people that had some results and they needed to accelerate it, and this was pretty much the market that I was reaching. They had some results online, but they want to accelerate it. They want to put forth the effort, but get a better result. So what do they need to do differently? They're already doing a lot right. How do we refine that? And so we find a way to accelerate that. How do we make it easier to be more prolific, to create more, to have more impact? How do we take what, what's working and magnify that? Uh, and that's what I focused in primarily on that type of advertising. And then there's the fourth level where there's, uh, they're super successful, but success has created overwhelm and they need simplification. Otherwise, um, the whole saying that businesses die from digestion and starvation, both, uh, maybe more from indigestion than starvation because they bite off more than they can chew and it comes back to bite them in the ass. Um, so in that particular case, we're looking for simplification. Back in the day when we used to train Amazon sellers, we made a lot of successful Amazon sellers. The problem was they were now in prison to their own success. It was too complicated for them. So we would find and then, and then advertise services that were so valuable, whether the person took the service or not, because it gave them a path to simplicity, which then leads to the second element here. Um, there are many ways in which you can help somebody understand now that they have the insight how to proceed. But my favorite technique to teach is the alone versus together frame. And this is what this is so good. Uh, some people have this limiting belief that if I show you the secret, then I won't be necessary for you to move forward. So if you're like, oh my God, if I show them all this, all the stuff, all the secrets, then they won't need me anymore. So I got to hold something back so they pay me money. Uh, I've almost never found that to be true. And if that were true, you're in a really bad market. Don't be in a market where there is such 
poor thinking in the market that that would make that true, that that would be the case. Uh, again, I have never found that to be the case. So when I was teaching my webinars, I essentially showed them. Um, I, 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 I laid out the whole framework. I said, this is, this is the four parts of the webinar. Here's what's needed to be included in each part. Here's how you can implement them. Uh, and then what I did, because you know I had to show off a little bit and be a little, a little flourish to the thing. I then did a second second of technique. So while I was showing them technique A, I was using technique B on them. Then I would reveal technique B to them. Then I'd show them the technique again over here. Then I'd reveal the next technique that I showed them. So I was showing them two sets of techniques and teaching them one set. So they had a clear path forward with that one set. But if they wanted full mastery, then they could pay money. If they, if they were okay with what they had, then they didn't have to pay me a damn thing. And I was fine with that because ultimately I know that their success becomes my success. If you help somebody else, somebody out, you help enough people out. It'll come back to you one way or another through word of mouth, through reputation, through the insights that you see, even through this motivation. We're like, damn it, I'm helping so many people get rich and I'm not getting rich. It'll force you to fix that more than sitting around in a laboratory trying to, to draw inspiration on what could matter. Um, and so this is what I try to do is I try to show them how to do it alone and then making it working with me even more attractive. So, so here's an easy way for you to think about it. Make your solution a way to cut down on time and experience, uh, the, the time experience curve. So this person says, okay, I've now substituted some of your experience for my own. And now I've also substituted some of the learning curve of trial and error because you've already laid that out for me and diminished that. So everything you showed me in this advertisement, if I were to go forward on my own, I'd probably get there faster and it would probably be a more enjoyable experience. And then provide a way to get there even faster still and more importantly, safer and with more support if they paid you some money. So the value is inherent. It's, it's in and of itself, you gave them a, a faster route, a clearer route to the treasure map. And then they could decide, or you gave them the treasure map, the faster, clearer route to the treasure. And then they can decide, do they want to go through the jungle on their own to get there? Or would they rather have a guide that would lead them to the treasure on the treasure map? Um, so some of the ways that I play with this is, you know, I gave as a bonus my slide deck on my webinars. I said, here's the webinar slide deck that I've developed, uh, and I've used this over $100 million in sales on webinars, and it's the same slide deck now I use on every single webinar. Um, I don't know how valuable and important it is to have this slide deck, uh, but it's already done, so I can just give it to you. So you don't have to create your own. So that's one less thing when you follow this webinar approach that I just taught you today that you're going to have to worry about. You don't have to do that. If you would prefer to have my slide deck instead of creating your own, here it is. And that's a way to take a resource that somebody doesn't have to develop from scratch anymore. So you could teach till you're blue in the face, but teaching is a, a poor substitute for giving them an existing resource that they can fill in the blanks on or slightly tweak and make it their own. So my, all, my positioning of that is if you go at it alone, you're going to have to develop all of your own resources from scratch. If you work with me, I will give you some resources. So you don't start from scratch. You still have to tweak them perhaps, but you don't start from scratch. Uh, and that's one of my favorite things. The other favorite thing is, is I'm going to be there alongside of you. So if you misstep, if you need a cheerleader, if you have any sort of confusion, if you're left to your own, you're going to have to resolve that on your own. If you work with us, we provide that on top of the information and the insight that I've given you here today. So you really sell everything else around 
the process. You give them the process as purely as you possibly can, and it's most straightforward approach, knowing there's nuances, knowing there's complexity, knowing that there is um, complications that may arise. And then you say, if you would like this additional support, here I am. Here's what the investment is to get started. So alone versus together. There's also the consideration of connection. Information in and of itself is not as valuable as information connected to the right person to help you that, with that. So pairing up uh, people. So you could say, listen, when you sign up with me, I have access to these people that normally you wouldn't have access to. And you have the ability to communicate to them in these ways that normally you couldn't. So you sell access. So the advertising is super valuable because you're giving information. And then the product sells the access. Uh, so the introduction and the facilitation of experts, the ability to be in rooms with, with people that could change you that normally you couldn't get into, or if you could get into them, it should cost you a lot more, that kind of stuff. That's another valuable way of that whole, if you're on it alone, you're going to have to do all this uh, on top of what I taught you today. If you're with us and you pay us some money, you don't have to do this. So if you want to think about it, like on the webinar standpoint, I gave them all the closes. I couldn't give them all the closes on the free webinar, the advertisement. I gave them a couple and then I had a whole bunch more. I just didn't have time in 90 minutes to give them them all. I had resources. I had landing pages. I had templates. I had emails that they could follow to send out in terms of follow-up. So I could teach them the core webinar. I could teach them exactly as much as I possibly could in 90 minutes on how to design a webinar. That only created more demand for, okay, here's the funnel that you use. Here's the emails. Uh, here's the template that I use. Uh, here's everything else I have. Here's the depth because I could only show you the, the the bigger picture and I could give you a little bit of depth, but I could give you all the depth. And oh, by the way, when you come into this room, you're going to be surrounded by other players. Maybe there's some deals that could be made. Um, so this is the biggest aha that I hopefully can could show you is if you give them one big, overwhelming, amazing thing in and of itself, regardless if they do money, uh, pay, pay you money or not from the advertisement, you got to think of what are the 27 other things that I could give them if they paid me money? And those 27 things might not be as cool as the thing you gave away for free, but they add up. And oftentimes, many people are going to buy for those extra little things, knowing full well that they got the main thing. They're like, damn, that main thing was good. I'm going to get more of that main thing, but then look at everything else I get. Do I want to keep my money? Or do I want to give my money over here and get all this other stuff? And most people, if they're smart, they say, I'm going to give all the money. Um, one of the other things we used to do that was super valuable back in the day with our advertisements is we would meticulously demonstrate how to do something manually. First, you do this, next, you do this, then you do this, then you do that, then you do that. So that way, anybody and everybody who followed along and tried it out could eventually do it. And then we would reveal, or you can give us some money for some software. And then all of those things that you saw that took an hour and a half to do, they now take a minute and a half to do. So if you want to do it for free, it costs it costs an hour and a half of your time. <laughs> or if you want to pay somebody, it now costs a minute and a half of your time. And oh, by the way, the automation through software is probably more effective than doing it manually because there's this problem with human error uh, that we bypass when we use the software automations. And I've sold so many millions of dollars where I literally just showed everybody, hey, listen, if you want to keep your money, here's how you do it manually. If you want to pay us some money, here's how it's done automatically. 
And here's how automation, not only is it done quicker, it's done better. I used to be a painter, so we could paint a house by hand with a brush, which is not that good. And it takes, it takes five times as long, and it puts on one-fifth the amount of coverage that spraying a house could. So spraying a house is five times faster to, to spray paint a house, and it puts five coats on instead of one coat. So it's quicker and it's faster. So I'm designing systems, and I want to design a system where I can show you everything you need to know manually and then sell you the automation. So the value is still there, regardless of whether you pay me money or not. But then it makes you feel really silly. If you really want this, keeping your money is more expensive than paying it to get an even more automated solution. And then let's talk about strategic byproducts, right? So when you create valuable advertising, here are some of the strategic byproducts, not the direct sell. I'm talking about in addition to the direct sell to incentivize more people to create more valuable advertising out there. Um, so the live course that we did ended up becoming a, a paid product. It's a $1,500 uh, Genius Webinars product. You could still purchase it today if you can hunt it down and find it. I'm not here to sell you on it. Uh, but this was a product that Alex Hermosi said was the best product he ever bought uh, in marketing or on offer creation. I can't remember the specificness of, of the quote at this point in time. Uh, so the, the good news was, though, is people heard about this webinar. What's this webinar Flatland did? I want to study this webinar. I want to learn from this webinar because the webinar was so good, the advertisement, that when they read it and they saw it, they wanted the product. They couldn't come to the live event anymore, but it then turned around and started selling uh, the course, which was awesome. I also got referrals. So one person who she made, I want to say a half a million dollars or close to it in a very weird niche just from the pitch webinar where she attended. So again, valuable advertising allowed her to make money before she ever showed up in person. But even before she showed up in person, she recommended another client to me who then paid me $30,000 to help them develop their webinar. And so this is somebody who never done business with me before. And the advertisement, the advertisement made her refer a client to me that paid me $30,000 plus some royalties. Uh, and the, the funny thing is, is I've now, I use that same presentation later on snippets of it. And I, I was invited a couple years ago to keynote the largest digital marketing, uh, conference in all of Germany. So in that country, I was the keynote. And what I did was I took that same advertisement that sold genius webinars and I just cut off the pitch, made a couple adjustments, and now I'm using it as a keynote. So if you're, if your advertising is so valuable. Imagine being able to use it as a keynote where you're not selling anything, you're training. So I'm like, man, if I create awesome advertisements, I create better speeches. I can create YouTube content that way and other social media content, and it makes you a better trainer. So the final thought here that I want to leave you with is how can you create an advertisement so full of value where it shows people exactly what to do? Then all you got to do is offer them a way that if they pay you money, that you can get there faster, easier, and safer. And then think of all the strategic byproducts. Think about how much better that'll make you, how much more comfortable it'll make you advertising and putting your offer out there. And think how few people do it. So there's a massive advantage for you. Make your advertising value. Do that. Let me know how it works for you. I'll see you in the next video. Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.